Welcome to Hello Monday, where Rachel talks all things ballet and fitness, sharing strategies and techniques to help you start, grow, and create a thriving business using your passion for ballet and fitness. And here's your host, Rachel Withers. Hi there, and welcome to my weekly live stream, Hello Monday, where every Monday at 7pm, I'll be talking about ballet and fitness and sharing strategies, techniques to help you grow your fitness business and start a fitness business and build a really thriving and profitable and incredible business using your passion for ballet and fitness. These weekly live streams won't keep you too long, but are packed with useful tips and strategies to really uh, that you can use and implement straight away into your fitness business. So what I want to talk to you about today is I want to talk to you about why I believe it is a good time to start a fitness business or really build your fitness business whilst we're in this uh, COVID-19, this coronavirus lockdown. And that's what I thought I would share with you today, my thoughts and my strategies to really get you going in these difficult times. So as always, it would be fantastic to hear from you. Please say hello in the comment box. Always lovely to know who I'm chatting with and who I'm talking to. So as you all know, the world really changed in February 2020 when coronavirus spread across the planet. We watched the devastation in China and then in Italy, uh, leading up to the virus grip on the UK, where the economy now is ground to a halt. And it's a whole new world, which is coloured by social distance, seclusion and sanitizer. And I think that real shock and fear can kind of permeate families and businesses and homes really have transformed into workplaces. But I actually think, and it might feel for you, that right now um, it is counterintuitive to start a fitness business during this coronavirus lockdown. But the changing way in which we are living and working as a result of COVID-19 has really created, I believe, new opportunities for us. And um, the changing world has enabled us to reflect on what we really want from life. Do we want a better work-life balance or a more fulfilling career? Are you thinking about what your life is like after this lockdown, after we get through all of this? And you may be harboring the desire to start a business based on something you love. And if you've been furloughed or you've been made redundant, now could be the perfect time for you to start. So these are all the um, things that, you know, and, and thoughts that I think are really running through people's heads right now. And I can see a few people are uh, joining us. So hello, Tasha, lovely to hear from you. And somebody else has come through saying they're currently doing the Ballaby Fit course. I'm really sorry, I actually can't see your name come through because we're streaming through StreamYard. And unless you accept that, I actually can't see uh, who's made the comment. But it's great to hear that you're uh, doing the Ballaby Fit course. Um, oh, and you love the videos in the training. That is absolutely fantastic. Great to hear. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying the training so much. And um, Please, uh, I'm sure after this I can find out uh, the name um, 
through and we can, uh, can obviously uh, keep connected up and give you any guidance and tips to keep you really going on on this course at, you know at this time so as I was saying I think uh, right now has really maybe you know, made uh, people think about what they want out of life and if you've been furloughed or you've been made redundant maybe it's the time to actually do something that you love pursue your passion and the current pandemic really has seen a flurry of innovation with small businesses filling the gaps uh, left by you know by the bigger companies such such as local food deliveries when the supermarkets can't make it when they can't meet that demand and also uh, innovation in uh, offering new services you know some co uh, companies are now offering online courses so there's so much uh, innovation going on right now even though we're in such difficult times and i can see uh, tasha um it's great that uh, you're joining us and you're doing the course right now. I'm um, so lovely to hear that uh, you're really enjoying it. And I'm sure Sarah uh, is really looking after you and mentoring you through. So um, you've got one more section uh, before, the re before the exam. Exciting. Can't wait to um, have the submission of the video and uh, have you part of our, well, what I feel is an amazing Ballaby Fit family and team. Uh, that's fantastic news, Tasha. I'm glad that you're really enjoying the course and you're learning a lot from it. Okay, so I'm going to carry on now with really talking about why I feel right now is the perfect time, and clearly Tasha feels that it is as well, the perfect time to start to start a fitness business or expand or scale up your fitness business and really do something that you that you love, that you have a passion for. And many successful businesses have actually started in a recession and some of the biggest brands in the world have started during uh, a recession uh, or an economic downturn. And it really can create a range of unexpected opportunities for example um i can give burger king as an example for you in the 1950s after the korean war uh, the u.s economy was very low and two two brothers in louisiana recognized the need for the fast affordable food and they were already run, running their burger joint and they absolutely maximized on the public appetite for this product and they started to sell franchises of their business well and the rest is shall we say delicious um his history so um there's burger king there's also fedex fedex was is a real startup success story fedex began uh, as a university project for fred smith during 1969 to 1971 during that depression and he turned it into a business and it's now i think almost a 70 billion uh, revenue and then we have microsoft and who doesn't know about microsoft that's the global obviously tech giant which started in 1975 in a period of high unemployment rising inflation and a stagnant gdp in america and obviously you'll all have heard of the founder bill gates so it, there's so many successful companies really that did start in a downturn, in an economic recession. And uh, another example is General Motors. Um, 
they didn't start actually during the recession, but they really used it as a boost. In the early 1900s, the founder used the economic uncertainty to buy a smaller struggling um, manufacturer, and that really helped him expand their empire. So um, the truth is that really necessity drives innovation. And they say necessity is the mother of invention. And that is especially true during a financial downturn. And an economic downturn causes problems that people need solutions to. And the coronavirus has caused a very specific set of problems. And Right now, for many business leaders, owners and executives, there's no break and this situation is difficult, both personally and professionally. There's painful consequences that are becoming clear, whether they're layoffs, compensation, reductions, the termination of, say, pet projects, and most importantly, the, the personal toll of illness and many of us have had to come to grips with the fact that you know this year is raw raw survival and not success and we've got the tedium of staying at home and energy levels are hitting hitting a low and during this pandemic each day may bring uh, you know something may bring another difficult um choice and so we need to look at this and we need to, you know, sort of think where where are the problems are and, and where can we find solutions? And if you think about it, now more so than ever, self-care, rest, exercise and enjoying a non-work activity to ma- maintain resilience is, well, it's even more crit- critical than usual. And the hourly daily exercise that's been recommended by the government has made many people who were desk based or had indoor jobs to take up exercise for the first time in years. People are looking for sources of exercise that still allow for the social distancing. And this could just present the opportunity that you are looking for. There is a definite trend in the types of business that are starting and that are thriving right now. And they they all need that, you know, real need to read the room to understand what potential potential customers require, what potential customers need, what are their problems and how can uh, you solve it. So what you need to do here is when you need to really think about how you can solve the problems that are happening. And as I say, people are needing that rest, they're needing that exercise. We've got more so people than ever that are you know stuck at home. So <clears throat> There is a real opportunity here within the fitness industry to really help and solve solve these problems. And when you plan your business, it's very important to give to give some thought to who your customers will be and how well they're they're going to be served. So what you can do here is um, you can do some market research, which will really help you to establish the facts and look at your potential customers' pain points and how you can solve them and focus on the key points that will make you different, will differentiate your classes from, from the competition. And 
You can provide classes such as the niche, niche class of Bally Be Fit, which really offers a different form of exercise. And you can also uh, offer through Bally Be Fit pre and postnatal class packages, parent and toddler senior classes, empower hour for professionals. You can offer boot camp classes whose, you know, the purpose is really to focus on weight loss. And as we all know right now, a lot of people have put on weight during the lockdown and now are thinking I'm going to have to get back back in shape so you can offer a boot camp and and you can really offer classes for every age group and fitness level from private sessions to your group classes and you can have class options um you can do with or without weights and you can offer modifications for example for those that are physically challenged and your clients' goals, they will differ in detail, but it will be essentially to improve their level of fitness and mobility and change their body shape. And some will have a preference for certain types of exercise. So you should be able to um, be as flexible as you can be to deliver a level of service that they can be happy with. And you can motivate your clients to achieve their exercise goals, uh, exercise goals possibly you know, really when they don't feel like it. So you need to be persuasive, but you need to be friendly. And you should discuss with your clients what they really want to gain from the sessions with you. And then you can plan their exercise programs. And you need to think about the different client needs and you need to tailor to suit. And you'll soon be you'll then soon be in demand with the possibilities that you've got of virtual classes. You really are able to completely scale the business. So think about what your clients need. Do some market research. Look at what's needed in your area and really tailor your class types to really meet those, um, those needs. Think about your clients' pain points and think how you can solve them. Um, with a Bally Be Fit class, you can offer so many different class types. And as I say, you can use weights, you can do a boot camp, you can do an empower hour, you can really focus that on professionals. And right now, as I say, you can scale it by doing your virtual classes as well as uh, continuing with your studio classes. So there's there's so much scope out there and real opportunity. Right now, people need to feel good. They need to feel good about themselves and they're really looking for something. And never more um, has exercise been uh, part of a government guidelines. And there's such a need for self-care and rest and exercise. So now is such a perfect time to really start or scale your fitness business. And another thing here is to attract a real sufficient number of clients to make your business success. You, you really need to make sure that your profile is, a, is as prominent as possible and you can achieve this by you know getting uh properly qualified and registered with say uh, uh an organization such as simspa which ballet if it does offer an accreditation through Simspa and allows you to register with them too. And then what you can do is you can really advertise in the gyms, you can advertise in the health clubs, the spas, the hotels and other sports facilities. And you can also advertise in online directories, in your local newspaper and other local um, directories. And 
I like to send out mail shots to officers and businesses in your area. And as I say, it's a perfect time to do that now because businesses are really wanting to help their employees through these difficult times. So if you're sending it out, sending your services out, what you can offer, that you could do a, like I say, an empower hour or a um, a morning, a more early morning session to really motivate before the start of the day, whether that's in the office environment or whether that's actually virtually um, businesses are really supporting that to really help their employees through these very difficult times and what you can do is you can set up a website that details the kind of services that you provide and offer online and your virtual coaching service and you can write motivational blogs and you can email your clients tips and exercise plans and you can network and you can market on social media and you what you need to do is you need to provide an excellent service this will help attract clients this will help you retain clients and it will lead to a real word of mouth recommendations and also offer free taster sessions to potential new clients and offer referral discounts to to clients that um really help you get other clients in they bring a friend along to offer referral discounts too um and another thing that you can do right now is you can offer one-to-one -one or small group sessions that, as well as your general classes and as i say whether that's in the studio or whether that's virtual and virtual classes can in fact significantly add value and scalability to the in-studio experience because you have the ability right now to engage people from home, from home first and then you can drive them into your studio. So you really can scale your business um, through virtual classes and then drive them into the studio. Get to know your clientele, stay connected with them through email and encourage them to stay with you and other class members as a community and really build a community that is focused on positivity and uh, uh, good energy and motivate your clients to achieve their exercise goals um, and possibly when they don't feel like it you really need to keep that communication going with them so that you're engaging with them you're creating that community so that they really feel that they're missing out if they're slightly demotivated that they feel that they're missing out and that you're that you're there to support them that you're there giving them their accountability and you should discuss with your clients um what they want to gain from your sessions and so that you can create and and plan their exercise programs with them and i always think it's a really good thing here with new clients is to have an initial consultation um rather like you uh, uh a, a PT would, even though you're doing a group exercise, but you could be doing your group, smaller group sessions, or you can be doing one-to-ones. Have an initial consultation and establish, really establish their level of fitness and um, discuss their goals. And with them, you can then decide whether the goals are realistic. And if they're not, you can tap suggest um, ways and alternatives for them to achieve uh, where they need to go and advise that it might take a little longer and then you can create a tailored program for them and you can suggest 
then that they can attend the different class types that you offer. And then you can suggest that they do a one-to-one -one session with you and join the different class types so that you can really help them fulfill their goals. And also bear in mind how much a client wants to spend time with you and how much money they're actually prepared to spend. So you can include other activities such as walking or running or swimming or cycling and offer nutrition and general health advice. Clients may really appreciate it, appreciate it if you give them fact sheets and um, resources that they can go to so that they can refer to it in their spare time. Um, and another thing that you can also do is you might decide that you want to sell products such as exercise equipment, books, sports, nutrition supplements, possibly through a multi-level marketing scheme, um, where where you can earn some money not just from the product sales themselves but also by recruiting um through a downline downline too so um that's something to think about um running alongside your fitness classes your one-to-one -one session and if you're planning to sell any products um you will obviously need to think about how to price these two but usually your suppliers they really can give a guidance and a guide price for you if you're choosing to sell uh, some products within your fitness business so Another thing is obviously to think about getting the fee right. The fee level right is really clearly exceptionally important. And what you need to do here is you need to look at other fitness professionals. Look at what they're charging. What's going on in your area? And also look what they're charging in the studio. Look what they're charging online too with their virtual classes and remember if you are offering something very niche such as a ballet befit class you can charge that little bit extra that little bit more um but another thing is remember to cover your overheads and expenses because you do need to make sure that you're covering that so you are making a you know a good living and the price per session and class um, really uh, quite often is dependent on the area, depending on the region that you are. So you, as I say, check out what some competitors are doing in your area. So you really do understand whether you're not charging too much or you're not charging too little. And as always, I always think it's a really good idea from time to time to run special offers and discounts, which may include just uh, when you're attracting people in, waiving that uh, initial consultation and just reducing the charge if they've uh, done a block session with you, block bookings with you, and if they've paid in advance so that you're giving some incentives there. And also give free sessions if um, uh, an existing client has referred a friend. Like that's what I was saying about a referral uh, discount. And give always give free taster sessions to potential new clients and class participants and i always think another good idea here is to do a reduced rate for pensioners too so there's so many things there so think about your fee levels think about the different discounts the different incentives that you can offer your clients to really attract and retain your clients and as I said about read regions, really do look at what the going rate is. Look at what a typical class is charging uh, in your area, because I know in London, the, the rates are a lot, 
are usually uh, more than in other parts of the country. So another thing to do is consider how affluent, um, I can actually say it today, um, the area that you work in is. So really think about that and think about the length of a session. Think about is it an hour, is it 45 minutes and think, at the moment, where are you? Where is your level of expertise? Where are your qualifications? And as I say, whether um, it is a niche class such as Bally Be Fit, it really is important as well that you market yourself effectively. And um, think about what is your target market? Will you be aiming, for example, um, say for celebrities or well-known sports people and therefore charging uh, a higher than normal rate as a celebrity trainer? And think about how you think about your fixed costs, how high they are. Think about what you need to pay. Do you need, if you're working in a park, do you need a permit? Uh, how much is your venue higher? And also consider how many people can turn up, what is the maximum that you can accommodate right now so that you can really work out what your costs are against how many you can have in your studio and also think about uh, what the hire is for that studio, that room or that hall too. So really think about your fixed costs, think about travel time as well. And that's why virtual classes are a fantastic thing to do because you haven't got room hire, you haven't got travel expenses, and you really can just do a class right from your home and you can have anybody. It is not based on the area that you're in. So right now, virtual classes are wonderful to do and everybody is so used to now um, all the um, technology that we have. And Zoom is a fantastic method to deliver a uh, fitness class. It is great because you can also see your clients at the same time. You can really truly interact them, uh, interact with them. So Zoom is a fantastic uh, platform to use for virtual classes, and you can think about getting um, booking systems as well to use too. So uh, you can use things like this Calendar, there's Acuity. There's so many booking systems that you can use. So you can link that to your uh, Zoom and so that a client can literally go on, book a class and you'll know how many you're having on your virtual class too. And you really do need to think about how you promote and how you communicate uh, uh, as well. So um, you really need to think about where you're going to market. As I said, you need to think about networking, you need to think about your social media, um, so really do promote yourself, get yourself out there and think about your target market. Who are your clients? Who do you really feel that you can uh, offer the solutions right now that they need? What are their pain points? What is your target market? And another thing that is I think really important to do right now is to promote and communicate if you're in the studio, that you are really following everything that is recommended by experts in terms of the cleaning and making sure that it is a really safe environment for them 
for them to work out and make this visible. Really invest in making sure that the studio has you know, a nice aroma to it and it really does look exceptionally clean and it's such a lovely environment. And you can also, you need to do that with your virtual classes to really frame the setting so that it really um, makes uh, the clients feel that they're, you know, that they're in uh, really working out, yes, from home, you're working out from home, but it's a beautiful, you're in a beautiful setting and that encourages them to make the space and actually create a space for themselves within the home to do their own workout so that they get that, they get that real me time. And encourage, uh, if you are doing virtual classes, as I say, Zoom's fantastic because it's two-way that you are really uh, queuing up really giving clear cues and clear instructions and really try to get your clients to communicate back with you through uh, Zoom. They can do, uh, there's emojis on Zoom, so they can do like a, a wave, a thumbs up, so you can do all that kind of thing with them, which is which is great fun. And make sure that you clearly explain goals and the objectives and the technique and the form very clearly and concisely. Um, make sure and it's the same whether you're in the studio or it is virtual. Make sure that you can be seen and you can be heard. Um, what I think, and obviously uh, the whole talk is about taking the opportunity to start or build your you know, build your business through these difficult, your fitness business through these difficult times. And you can think it is impossible to really pursue this as it is such uncertain times but there really is that opportunity there and I think especially in the fitness industry as I said there's so many people that are at the desk right now and online dance and fitness classes actually have exploded amid the coronavirus pandemic and it's not just capturing not only domestic audience but it's audiences worldwide and that's the beauty of the online the virtual classes and even before the coronavirus outbreak and um, i'm just going to look at the figures here industry researchers were predicting a tremendous growth in the virtual fitness market and when one report says that the global market will reach 2.6 billion in 2022 and that's up from 850 million in 2017. So I'll just say that again. One report says that the global market will reach 2.6 billion in 2022, which is up from 850 million in 217. And this really is the virtual fitness market that we're talking about here. So no doubt some of those, uh, you know, that are new to working out are really clearly choosing online programs, online classes as their way of staying fit and fabulous and stress-free. So, and this is going to continue after the pandemic. So right now there is a mass growth in the virtual fitness market. So there's such opportunity for you to meet the needs where people are really searching for, where people are really looking for 
something different, something different, uh, how to stay fit. And the online classes, the Bally Be Fit classes, which are niche, really offer something different. So look and think about your target audience. Look about the clients you want to attract. Think about their problems. Think about the different type of classes that you can offer. And you can create um, such an array of programs, an array of class types, um, whether you you can do a combination, as I say, studio, a, a virtual, one-to-one -one sessions, group sessions. There's so much opportunity right now for you within the fitness uh, business. And honestly, if you have been keen to start a fitness business, then as I say, now, well, it really is as good time as any, if not better. And life's landscape it really has shifted so dramatically that it's so it's left it's left so many cracks and so many gaps that need filling and clear problems that need solving and so you can really look at ways that you can help people with the skills that you have and the skills and the passion that you have for dance and fitness so for me i think if you've really thought about it and you want, and you're, you've been made redundant, you're on furlough, you can really think about using, what do you want out of life now? What What is it you want after this coronavirus? Where are you? What, what, what has it made you think? What has it made you feel? And if it really has made you think that you want a purpose, that you want more, more meaning in your life, and you want to pursue a uh, and do a career that you love and pursue your uh, passion for dance and fitness. Now, as I say, is full of opportunity and as good time as any to start your fitness business, to start your fitness, your dance classes, your Bally Be Fit classes. So if you think you're ready to get started, please read my guide, which is Rachel's five top tips on how to bring Bally back into your life and it talks about how to start your very own Bally inspired fitness classes and I think the team have put that link into the comment box so please please download that guide have a read through it's got some fantastic tips and strategies to really help you start or scale your uh, fitness business. And as I say, there is a link right now in the comments box. So please have a look at that. And I hope that you've enjoyed what I've been sharing with you, my thoughts on why it really is a good time to start your fitness business. So I'm going to wrap up now. And as I say, I hope it has given you plenty to think about how you can start your fitness business, how you can pursue your passion and how you can make your fitness business work, even in these uncertain times. In fact, as I say, it is really is a good time to start. Just think, do you want a better work-life balance? Do you want a more fulfilling career? What will life look uh, look like after lockdown and have you been harboring the desire to start a business based on something that you love and as I say if you've been furloughed or made redundant now really is the perfect time and 
please, you can find out more about Ballet Be Fit. You can find out more about ballet and fitness. You can find more about dance and fitness in our Facebook group, in this Facebook group, the Ballet Fitness Room. Or you can check out uh, our website, which is balletbefit.co.uk to see what what to see what training courses we have, what we can offer you. And please download that guide. Have a great read. Um, I've got a, uh, somebody saying thank you so much. I'm really sorry again um, because we're through StreamYard. I can't see um, your name, but thank you that you've enjoyed it. Um, I hope to see you all next week where I'll be exploring another ballet and fitness topic with you. And I would love you to join me. So thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Um, please take, really take care. Um, and I hope I've given you plenty to think about and whether um, you really have been thinking about your work-life balance, about where you are in your career. Do you want to change? What is life going to be like after lockdown. I hope I've given you all those uh, things to think about and also why it is now a perfect opportunity to start your very own fitness business, your very own ballet-based, ballet-inspired fitness classes. So as I say, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next week. See you soon. Have an absolutely amazing week. That is it from me. That is it from Hello Monday. And I will see you real soon. Take care. Good night. Thanks for tuning in to Hello Monday. Be sure to visit the Ballet Fitness Room to join the conversation, access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques. Bye for now.